about to win so big. Tell me, hydraulic money. Yeah. Money coming in. Tell me, what's the program? 25 days of cush. Yeah, get with the program. Show them what they wave, get the program. Yeah, man, I love me some future. That intro gets me every time. We are back in the booth tonight. It's been a crazy week, so we're doing it a little late. You know, work been crazy for the both of us, but I'm back here with my boy Joe Rogers. We active, tales from the transfer portal, ready to go. What's good, dog? What it do, baby? What's up? What's up? Man, it's been a busy week. Been a lot going on. Got a lot of recapping to do on Tech Sports, too, man. So glad to be back and glad to be getting this info out. So did you watch any sports over the weekend? Did you catch the softball? So I caught game one, both parts of it. And then I had to go to a family reunion. So I was checking in on the second game, but I didn't get to watch it. And then I kind of like lost track of what was happening. And then I yeah. saw that we lost. And by that point, I was a little drunk and I was sad. But like, I thought we were going to be all right. Like the rain delay kind of fucked us a little bit. Having to play so much on, was that Saturday there, you know, having to play a game and a half. But I thought we were going to be all right, even though we dropped that second game. But. We uh we never recovered, man. We never came back out, got up off the mat. It's kind of nah. Unfortunately, that third game, dude, like there was just like I love our softball girls and they did so well this season, but there was really some like inexcusable shit, like not calling yeah, for the ball in the outfield, like just stuff like stuff like that, like. I feel like you're taught to call for the ball, like, in, you know, elementary school or, like, Little League. Yeah, it's too late in the season to be having shit like that going on. So that was – it was just too late, man, to recover from stuff like that. They The fielding was kind of bad, and it just seemed like the wind was out of our sails and it was over at that point. So sucked. Had a good year, but Hokie fans know what's up. We're kind of used to getting in these big moments and choking it away. So that's kind of the way I saw it. I saw it as a, another blown opportunity in Blacksburg. It just kind of sucks that we keep going through those, man. Like somebody got to get over that hump. Like we really should have made it to Oklahoma City, I feel like. Like I know they had a good year, all that, but ah, you're such a high seed, man. You got to play up to the seed. So – we you have to get out of them regionals and super regionals. We really barely made it out of our own regional. Like we were kind of on life support, to be honest with you. And I thought we were going to get a fresh start in the super regional. Friday it looks like we looked great. We were going to, but we couldn't put that monkey to bed and came back and got us, man. Yeah, man. It just felt like I don't know. Like once. When Keeley or, or whoever, like when they overthrew that first ball that should have been an out, 
and it ended up being yeah. an error. It was kind of like the Super Bowl with my Broncos when we got beat 43 to 8. It was like the ball, like, you know, the high snap over Peyton's head. And then it was just like you were waiting for it to, like, come back and get together. And then it just never did. That is kind of how that felt. Like, you just kept waiting on it to turn, kept waiting, kept waiting. Like, all right, one hit at a time. Maybe we'll make a snap here, whatever. And it never happened. So, yeah, that's a pretty good comparison. Like, it just, we never got it back together. It went then, off the rails. Yeah, and then she started getting rocked, and it was just like, man, it's, I think it's just over. I kind of hate she went out like that, too, you know? Oh, yeah, I definitely hate that's how she had to go out. But, I mean, she went out on her sword, on her shield, you know, so she went out like a fighter. I fuck with that. She had a great year, great career, so. And I think she got drafted from what I saw into that softball league, so that's good, and I hope she does good at the next level, man. Oh, yeah. Keely going to be just fine, bro. I think our softball program is going to keep rolling up, you know. Like, they get so much exposure. They were ranked really high this year, so that's got to do a little bit for – recruiting and bringing people in so yeah it's been it was kind of a rough weekend man having to watch that and i mean it looks like we returned some of those girls but we lost a lot too so they're gonna have to rebuild next year and bounce back so yeah i mean emma coming back and and hopefully they fix that damn uh illegal pitch rule or whatever so man that's the biggest fucking bullshit like i hate that fucking rule it seems like it just takes the momentum like out of our sales and it seems like we're the only ones to get called for it like that shit's got to go both ways man like it's not like it's totally not okay for it to just be a one-sided rule you got to call it both ways like this is some bull it's like playing fucking duke in basketball or some shit man like when they get in all the calls like it's just some total trash. And, like, it's just not really a good weekend for tech sports in general, man. Like, softball, you know, they kind of choked. And then baseball, they lost a little bit of their momentum in the ACC tournament, too. So it was kind of a rough weekend, man. Like, we really didn't have our shit together. So I hope we turn it around this week. Are you getting ready for hunting this fall? Probably out there scouting the deer, putting your mineral blocks out. We'll get ready for your new tree stand too. Check out Barren Ridge Tree Stands, made in America, right out of Verona, Virginia. It's under four pounds, one of the most lightweight climbers out there, and one of the highest quality for saddle hunters. Check them out. Go to their website. We'll put a link in the bio and do the right thing and get ready for the fall. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, we hit um – I don't know. It was like the reverse. I guess, like in basketball, you know, Tech got hot, knocked off Carolina, and then Carolina went on a deep run in the NCAA. So I hope that's what happens in baseball. Like Tech got knocked off by a hot Carolina team, and hopefully now Tech goes deep in the NCAA. Yeah, I hope that they're just peaking at the right time. I hope it's not like softball. You know, softball got knocked off by Clemson or whoever in the ACC tournament, and then went on to kind of choke in the NCAA tournament. So I hope it's not like that. I hope baseball comes out and they're hot. They're on fire. The bats are heavy. The home run hammers out. So that's what I'm hoping. Looks like baseball got a pretty good seed, man. This is the highest seed ever in program history. 
the number four seed in the country, which is insane. Hosting a regional. I don't think anybody thought we'd be hosting a regional right now. So we got Wright State up on Friday. Looks like it's sold out. That's pretty dope. Everybody get out there, be loud, be ruckus, make a big environment, show them what we're about out there at English Field. And then Columbia and Gonzaga are playing on the bottom side of the bracket. So let's get out of this regional. Let's make it out clean. Get to the super regional road to Omaha, baby. Like this is important. So hopefully they make a good run. Hopefully they got it together. I mean, they're our last hope for the year, man. Like all the other sports had their swing, you know, either came up a little short or I mean, we've had a good spring. Don't get me wrong, but you got to win on that big stage. So baseball, you're up, man. You're in the box. You're our last hope. <laughs> yeah, the last great hope, man. Baseball. You going to be watching this weekend, Dan? Yeah, I got to I got to work, but I'll still be watching. It's a late game on Friday. It's like seven o'clock, which might be kind of cool for us. We have a really nice field that's going to show really well with the lights. So, oh, Blacksburg going to be lit. Yeah, Blacksburg's going to be. I got a feeling it's going to be kind of wild. We win, man. It's good. It's got to be good for the local economy. It's good for people coming in town. You know, keeps the money circulating. People coming out of town. You got to get that fresh money in the system. So. It's going to be good, man. We've been winning a lot this year. Sports have been back up in the spring, thankfully. So things have been good. Programs are on the up. I know Witt's happy. Baseball is like, you know, his pet sport, like his baby. They get a lot of stuff. So I know Witt's happy. So keep the AD rolling, baby. Get that shit going, man. Put these guys to bed quick. So that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, we've... <clears throat> We've been up since uh, the food demic ended, and yeah, that also carried over into the courtroom. EC yeah. is free. Free man, Mister Etute is a free man. Shout out to Jimmy Turk, like he was on his Better Call Saul shit. I don't even think Johnny Depp had a lawyer that good. Like Jimmy Turk did the thing, man. Is he's free? Uh, I think a lot of people didn't even have any hope that he would walk. I think most people thought he would do a little bit of time. He didn't. He's not. He's a free man, and he is not guilty. So you got to clear the air, man. Yes, sir. I don't know, man. Johnny Depp got 15 M's, so his lawyer was pretty good, but Jimmy Turk did his thing big time. Call that man Jimmy Cochran because he was on point. The knife. Well, we can we can run down the trial. So a lot of people see these clickbait titles or headlines. They try to make it that Jerry Smith was some transgender. He wasn't. He was a catfish. He was a crossdresser. It's different. Yeah, there's big difference. And he was a crossdressing predator. Yes. Jerry Smith was a predator. Let's make sure we get that right. You know. So Jerry Smith was a predator. First off, he worked at Taco Centro Bar. Um, it's been suggested that he was drugging people with, suggested. with teardrops. So people were getting margaritas and getting drugged and barely making it home. Uh, sometimes people were damn near assaulted by the man. So if anything, we need to give Izzy a big thank you for getting a predator off our streets. Uh, I 
demand that we put a statue up for him, or at least one of them paper mache hokey birds on Main Street for Izzy. And so Jerry Smith was a predator. That's the first thing. Jerry Smith was acting like a girl named Angie Renee. It's kind of fucked up because he actually knew this Angie girl and he was still in her pictures to catfish people with. So Jerry's catfishing with his friends pictures, making people think he's some chick named Angie, getting them to come over. They put a blindfold on and he's performing head or fellatio, however you want to put it, thrown in net. And these people think that they're, you know, getting head from a chick. Uh, the court documents revealed in this case, Jerry was throwing money on top of it. So these dudes were getting some neck and $40. But it's almost like getting raped when you find out that it's someone that's not of your sexual preference or whatever. You know, you're being deceived. You know, they say they're a girl and then you find out you get tricked into it and it's not a girl. So Jerry was tricking people into sexual acts. Uh, that's actually illegal as well. So he was a predator and a criminal. And there was a couple guys on the football team that had ran down there and got him some neck at Ho- above Hokey Mart. And Izzy happened to be one of those. He went back, inspected Jerry Smith out, found out he was a dude. Uh, Jerry Smith kind of tried to swing at him. And when he swung, he followed through and rolled over. The the key, the critical evidence was there was a knife between the mattress. Jerry might have been reaching for that. Izzy hit him five times, stomped his head once, went out the room. Jerry was alive when he left. He didn't think he killed him and ran off with his guys, uh, Brunson and Hampton. So, yeah, that's pretty much how that went down. The knife was the real key factor is he didn't ever bring that up that he was, you know, in fear that Jerry was reaching for something when he was being interrogated. But when you're being interrogated, they're like in your face. Uh, there's a lot of trauma and a lot of anxiety going on there. You don't remember everything right away. Like it, sometimes it takes a minute for things to settle down, you know, like it happens in a lot of different cases. It's not just this one in particular. Like people don't remember everything when they're interviewed right away. Just because of the anxiety and the rush and everything's going on. So Izzy didn't mention it, but it came up in court and that made this self-defense. And the jury found Izzy not guilty and they actually didn't even recommend any new charges because, I mean, you can't just keep going down the ladder and, you know, eventually get this man for hitting somebody up on Tinder or something, you know. So that's kind of on the D.A., for overshooting the original charges and they lost is he is free jimmy turk is the goat gotta put some respect on his name that's how that went down and izzy's friends kind of rode for him too man like it takes a lot to get up on that court stand after being deceived by jerry smith also and telling people that you were part of this or you know you had some sort of involvement and they kind of rode for him, man. They, you know, Deshaun Elder, we found out he was involved. Uh, Hampton and Brunson and those guys rode for Izzy. They got up there and told the truth and they let it be known. The truth set him free. So you're a free man, Izzy. We also have to point out that in order to get blindfolded and go into a dark room and get head from somebody you really don't know, you have to be egregiously horny 
So you earn a nasty award for that one, but <laughs> but you are definitely, I mean, you're a free man. You innocent, you know, salute to you. I hope that um, you get to live your life judgment-free. Um, Jerry Smith, he gone. Packing the air. So Jerry yeah. pack. And uh yeah, salute to uh salute to his homies for, for having his back. Um I would like to know which coach was getting that getting that throat. But Yeah, they mentioned it. That's one of the reasons Jerry was Jerry used a lot of excuses apparently and Jerry saying one of the reasons he didn't want to reveal who he was was that he'd been with a Virginia Tech football coach. I ran a poll. Uh hey man, a lot of people suggest it might have been Brad Cornelson. It kind of adds up. A lot of people thought maybe it's Fuente. He was the closet tough guy. You know, maybe it's Crosby. You know, he he had to get some from the sheeple. So, hey, man, there's some speculation out there, man. One of them coaches was running up that neck at the Hokey Mart, man. Getting him a little extra salary, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, that was sketchy, man. The big thing, though, was like this case took a twist and a turn every day and it was done quick. It was done in like a week. Yeah, I mean, if it was food, that would explain a lot because Corn might have known, and that's how he kept his damn job so long. Exactly. He couldn't get rid of Corn because Corn knew that he was part of the Glizzy Gobbler gang, and Corn was going to just expose him. So maybe that's the blackmail that he really had on Fuente. He knew Fuente was one of the bussy boys. That makes sense, Dan. That is a good analogy. That's a very good theory. Damn, man, I think that might really be it, bro. Like, maybe they weren't focused on coaching as much because he's too busy hanging out with Jerry's weird ass, you know? So, no. Shit. I think you wanted something, man. Could be. Could be, but, man, we got a new little twist. Every day we found out about the knife. Nobody knew about that until the case ran. If there was no knife, you probably do life. I'm glad you're free. But that was critical. Uh, I don't think that a lot of these details were known by either side until people took the stand either. You know, like nobody knew Elder was involved in the deal. But I hope all these dudes get to go play football and have or do whatever they want, have careers and just get to go be normal, normal people and not have this cloud hanging over them, you know. I don't want people out there judging them. Uh, they, you know, they're not the ones that they were really kind of victims in a way. They were sexually abused. They were victims. Jerry Smith was the criminal. You know, he was the bad dude. He's the predator. So I want everybody to remember that these guys are free men. They're not guilty. Yeah, I mean, a black man killed a white man in Montgomery County and walked out of court. So that's a win, too. Hey, man. <laughs> If this was 10 years ago, I don't think that happens, you know? Okay, we have made yeah. progress. Hell yeah. Not even just a regular white man. He killed a gay man. And there's a lot of eyeballs on, you know, that community right now. And and they were making a lot of clickbait headlines about that bullshit, trying to get people, oh, man, he just murdered him for being gay. No. No. He murdered him in self-defense because he was sexually abused. Get that shit right. But, yeah, man, he beat the charges. If he beat the charges, he can beat a block. I want that man back on the team. 
Like, I want to see him running that 4-3. He might be kind of wicked at the Sam spot. But I hope Izzy plays football again. I hope he's doing all right. He's probably got a lot to wrap his head around right now. But, yeah, that case was insane. We had to talk about that. So what else we have, Rock and Dan? Mm, there might have been a little beef. Oh, shit. It's beef of the week. I'll let you run it down. Well, you know, uh, so Eric Kuma, friend of the show, happened to be tweeting, minding his business, when Bobo the Clown decided that he was going to tweet this man some real reckless stuff about how, you know, his parents are rich or something, and, you know, uh, like, they gave him all this money and bought him a house, and da-da-da-da-da. So, Kuma went to the Dominican Republic, and Kuma started tweeting these fools, killing them, airing them out, talking about, look at me, I'm on a boat with your rent money, da-da-da-da-da, man. He he really they I, they went spiraling too. I don't think they really knew what what to say, what to do. The comebacks were weak. Kuma kept throwing haymakers. It was man, Kuma, Kuma the jeweler. Kuma Mayweather out here. Man, he was icy on the ass, bro. Like they was trying to hit Kuma up, seeing that he grew up in a rich area in Nova or some shit, and his mom did really well, but. That had nothing to do with him, man. And he, when he dropped the video, I knew it was fucking over. Like, Kuma was just fucking rolled up in the fucking Gucci flip flops in the fucking Dominican on the fucking boat. Like, that was some real pimp shit, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, that was some real fucking pimp shit. Y'all don't be trying Kuma like that, man. He might roll up on you. Like, for real. Like, that's probably one of the best bodies that anybody's called on the timeline in a minute, you know? Nah, he definitely uh he definitely connected on those. Yeah, he put that right on the fucking chin. You know, he said sent location. Fucking rolled up on a fucking little mini yacht like McGregor or some bullshit, man. Like Yeah, Kuma's a G for that, man. So yeah, that that is definitely our beef of the week, man. It's uncontested Memorial Day winner. So that's our winner, man. I hope everybody had a good Memorial Day. Hope everybody stayed safe. Hope everybody got in the water. Drink them a high noon or two. I know that's Dan's favorite. Hell yeah. Drink those nooners. You got a favorite flavor, Dan? What do you like? I'm still experimenting with the flavors. I tried uh, that watermelon one. That's pretty fucking good. I can't wa- even lie. Yeah, watermelon's not bad. I actually really like grapefruit. I was over there talking shit about it until I tried it, and I was like, God damn it, I do like this shit. Pineapple, I like pineapple. But yeah, there's a whole whole bunch of them I, I haven't tried yet. I haven't got my hands on those tropical packs yet, so. They're pretty good, man. I can't lie, like, they actually got some good flavor to them, you know? Yeah, and they're not too sweet, so. No, no, those are pretty good, so. I hope everybody had a good Memorial Day. We getting ready to rock with baseball this weekend. Y'all right, right, state. right state up tomorrow night. Uh, well, 
when this is released, it'll be today, you know, on Friday. So everybody go, tune in, go to the game, be loud, show them what we're about. I think we got a really good baseball atmosphere. I saw the big game boomer list. That was some fucking goofy ass bullshit. He don't know fucking shit about baseball atmospheres. Motherfucker don't go to baseball games. But y'all go show him what's up. Show him we number one anyway. Yeah, I don't know how you make a list about best regional sites when like three fourths, three quarters of those teams don't host regionals hardly ever. Like Tech hasn't had a regional since like 2013. Yeah, like 12 of the 16 teams like hadn't hosted one in like a long ass time or, you know, whatever. And they just making up lists to get people going, man. That's all it is. It's some trolling. Don't y'all fall for that shit. It's just a troll. Facts. That's coming from a troll. But <laughs> y'all Thanks. tune in. Get ready for their big weekend. Everybody be safe. Dan, you got anything else? Yeah, man. Uh, rest in peace, Mary and Barber. Rest in peace, Jeff Gladney. Rest in peace, all those kids in Texas. And to the 5 and Fuzz, fuck you for not running in that building, pussy-ass bitches. But, uh... Yeah, man. Rest in peace to the kids, man. Hug your loved ones. You know, pray to Sky Daddy. Yeah, man. Have a great weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Go Hokies. Go Hokies.